1: The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Hour number two Bruce Hooley Show. And it is a pleasure to speak with Josh Mandel, Senate candidate. Before I bring Josh on, I will post and have posted on the Bruce Willey Show Facebook page a link to where you can register to attend the Ohio Education Forum tomorrow. Jack Windsor moderating. It will familiarize you with social emotional learning, the damaging indoctrination going on in our schools, our public schools. Uh, Watch it live on the live stream or attend yourself North Columbus Baptist Church. And I don't know if Josh has been to North Columbus Baptist Church. I know he's been to a lot of churches, taking his Senate campaign to the people. Josh, welcome to the Bruce Woolley Show again. Nice to have you.
2: Hey, Bruce. I've been to North Columbus Baptist Church many times. My uh, friend, Pastor Dan Wolven, is the pastor there, and he's actually endorsed my campaign along with a a ton of Baptists and evangelical pastors around the state.
1: Good to know. Uh, Dan is the guy who is hosting it at his facility tomorrow. Social Emotional Learning is one of those things that I know if you're a U.S. Senator, you will do everything you can to stop that kind of uh, indoctrination of our kids in schools.
2: You better believe it. You listen, what's going on in the schools today, it's scary. Let, let me tell you what happened the other day. My, uh, I'm with my buddy Mike. He and his wife Danielle, they have an eight-year-old, Arabella, and she's the same age as, as my daughter Rosie, so she comes home from school, and you know her parents asking, you know, "How was school today, honey?" And she says, "It was good. You know, we we did affinity groups." Oh. And my buddy Mike says, "What are affinity groups?" And she says, "Well, you know, they split the split up the black kids and the white kids and the Hispanic kids and the Asian kids, and they gave, gave each group a, a name." And they said, well, "Well, honey, what was the name of the group for for your group for the white kids?" And she said, well, we were called bystanders and oppressors. Yeah. And Bruce, if you think about this, mm. they're calling eight-year-old girls with bows in their hair oppressors. Yeah. It is it, it is totally outrageous. They're trying to divide our kids down racial lines. By doing so, they are stomping on the grave and the legacy of Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King preached that we should judge people based on the content of one's character not the color of one's skin and the left in this country is just trying to make everything about race and skin color and it's horrible and you know bruce when i was in the marine corps you know you you get to boot camp in paris island and they say to you they say listen we, we don't care what color your skin is we don't care what religion you are where you came from how much money or little money your mommy and daddy have You're all equally worthless to us. And that's, you know, that's what they say to you at boot camp. That that was May of 2000. I went to Marine boot camp in Paris. Fast forward exactly four years, May of 2004, I found myself in a town called Al-Qaim. This is right where the Euphrates River meets the Iraq-Syria border. And I can guarantee you, we didn't give a hoot whether the guy to the left of us, right of us, was a black kid from inner city Bronx, a Hispanic kid from rural Texas, a a uh, white kid from backwoods, Tennessee. They were just my brothers. They were my Marines. And I was putting my life in their hands. They were putting their life in my hands. And that was it. We're just Marine brothers for life. And frankly, Bruce, I, I think that's the kind of mentality and approach we need in the in the civilian world as well. And I'm just uh I'm so sickened as a as a father, as a citizen, as an American, as a marine vet, what the left is trying to do in this country with uh, racial politics and dividing our kids down racial lines.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with you. I just uh, talked about it, how how worked up the uh, left is over House Bill 327 in Ohio, which would prohibit Teaching of Divisive Concepts. Our guest is Josh Mandel. He's running for Senate in Ohio. Uh, Rob Portman vacating the seat. Josh, Mike Gibbons, J.D. Vance, Jane Timken, Matt Dolan, all running for that spot. And you can find out more about Josh's campaign, his uh, appearance schedule at joshmandel.com, M-A-N-D-E-L, joshmandel.com. His Twitter is Josh ohio. You ran into that. You confronted that. I mean, I, your, your debates with Morgan Harper got a lot of headlines, but you confronted that very thing that, like, you were in the eyes of at least one person at your debate up in Cleveland, uh, you were unworthy of being in the room simply because you're a white male.
2: That's exactly right. You know, I did a debate at a black church in urban uh, inner city Cleveland, and I was debating uh, one of my Democrat opponents, Morgan Harper, and some lady in the audience from Black Lives Matter starts shouting me down and saying I shouldn't be there because I'm white, and, you know, how dare they allow me as a white guy into this black church and I said listen lady this is America you know we should be able to go into any church and any high school auditorium and have a exchange of ideas and argue and debate without being violent without insulting each other and I said on top of that I said who the heck do you think you are from Black Lives Matter to be lecturing me when I was in the Marine Corps I put my life in the hands of young black men they put their life in my hands who who do you think you are no, I'm just not going to stand for that. I'm not going to let the, these groups like Black Lives Matter and others push me around.
1: So you've been in these contentious situations, uh, as your uh, Marine career testifies. We obviously have a very volatile situation in Ukraine. Uh, your position on Ukraine, what we should be doing in Ukraine, and you know this uh, this familiar narrative now that is coming from Democrats that oh we have to be careful. We don't want to provoke Vladimir Putin. We don't want to start World War III. If you're a senator, you're going to vote on matters like this. So what is your position when you look at that issue in Ukraine ongoing right now? Them asking for aid, and we're giving some, but not all they're asking for.
2: Sure. Well, I think when we look at the situation with Russia and Ukraine, you can't have the conversation without talking about Biden's energy policy, and you can't have the conversation without talking about Putin's relationship with Xi and China and the Chinese Communist Party. So let me me address both those. When, when President Trump left the White House, uh, he left America energy independent, and he left us as an exporter of natural gas. If Biden would have just done nothing when he came in, hmm. continued aggressive drilling for oil and gas in America and exporting natural resources into places like Germany and Italy and France and Belgium and throughout Europe, If we'd be undercutting over the past year Putin's prices in Europe by selling American natural gas, which benefits the American people, then Putin wouldn't be going into Ukraine. Because rather than having the funding and the resources and the energy to be starting a war, he'd be dealing with a ton of economic headaches Mm -hmm. back home. Instead, what Biden did is he gets in the White House. He says he wants to shut down the Keystone XL pipeline. He wants to stop the pipeline from Alberta, Canada to Michigan. He then lifts sanctions on Russia, which enables the Nord Stream 2 pipeline over there. And then Biden says to the people of Ohio and the people of the United States of America that he wants us to depend on OPEC for our energy. Wait a second, Biden, OPEC? These are radical Muslim countries in the Middle East, many of which would love to push America into the sea. How about in, instead of depending on radical Islamic regimes in the Middle East, we depend on states like Ohio and Pennsylvania and West Virginia and Texas and Colorado and Oklahoma. And, you know, a lot of your listeners probably realize Ohio's become one of the leading natural gas states in America. Right. In fact, if you, in the Marcellus Shale in eastern Ohio, not too far from Columbus, if, 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 if you took Ohio, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia, you combined our three states into a region, That region, Bruce, would be the third largest producer of natural gas in the entire world. Places like Cambridge, Ohio, Zanesville, Ohio, uh, Steubenville, Ohio, Marietta, Ohio. And and instead, Biden wants us to depend on Russia and China and these radical Islamic regimes. So that's one thing to remember. And it's one way to tighten the economic noose on Putin and cut off the funding for his war is for us to be aggressive, uh, drillers of oil and gas here in america
1: josh mandel is our guest he is running for senate you can find his website josh his twitter is josh mandel ohio so uh you've seen the polls mike gibbons has made a move up he's been on tv a lot uh, you've been on tv some you now have a wild card here with the uh state supreme court rejecting the legislative maps and it appears now that the may 3rd primary may not be the May 3rd primary, at least for you guys in the Senate. I'm sure you were crafting your entire campaign and budgeting and everything for May the 3rd. What are you planning? Uh, how you know uh, nimble do you have to be in the campaign if this goes? Now, some reports say your aspect of this primary may not happen until July. Are you okay with that, or would you like to see it done in May?
2: We're ready to win whenever the primary is. You know, I'm the only candidate in this race who's been unwavering. In my support for President Trump and the America First agenda, I'm the only candidate in this race who's running on a platform to protect the Judeo-Christian bedrock of America. I'm the only candidate in this race who's running his campaign through churches instead of running it through Republican Party groups. And, you know, whether the is in May, June, July, August, you know, we're, we're ready to win whenever it is.
1: So Central Ohio appearances, uh, it might be a little unfair of me to ask you because I'm sure you're just focused on today, wherever you are today, but uh, you'll be back through Central Ohio. If you're not here today, you'll be back sometime soon.
2: I'll be in Columbus tomorrow. We're, uh, we actually have a debate in Gahanna tomorrow night. Um, So I'll be in Columbus tomorrow. I'll be back in Columbus next week. I'm I'm in Central Ohio all the time. Actually, I'll be there tonight. Now that I think of it, I'll uh, I'll be in uh, Licking County tonight. I'm uh, speaking in Newark for the Licking County Conservative Club, and so yep, spending a ton of time in Central Ohio, and appreciate all the support of patriots in Central Ohio who are pro God, pro gun, pro liberty, pro Trump. And, you know, these are the type of fighters who are supporting me. And, you know, when you go on my website, Bruce, it says that. You go to joshmandel.com, it says pro-God, pro-gun, pro-liberty, pro-Trump. And I I am unabashed about fighting the ACLU and the secular left and doing everything I can to... Reinstill faith in the classroom in the workplace and everywhere in american society you know i think the godless left is trying to take religion out of everything that's what they do in socialist countries and i think we need fighters out there who are going to fight whether it's democrats republicans whoever's in our way to make sure that america is embracing the judeo-christian ethic and bedrock of our country
1: well, you've been very clear on that in your campaign, and uh, I appreciate you coming on the show and always be av- being available to come on. Uh, Josh Mandel, Ohio, is the Twitter, at joshmandel.com uh, Josh is the website. Josh, uh, wish you well. Thanks for your time today. Thanks, Bruce. There you go. Josh Mandel joining us, and we will reflect on what we uh, learned from him next on The Bruce Woolley Show. Josh Mandel, thank you very much. To Josh, to his campaign. Also to J.D. Vance, his campaign, for making the Senate candidates available. I think it's great that they want to speak to you, the Central Ohio audience of ninety-eight ninety. Answer. I mean, you are their wheelhouse. Conservative voters, they're angling for your support. Don't know when the primary will take place. My guess is if you're on the lower level of what the polls say about that race right now, You want that race to play out as long as it possibly can. It will be interesting, though. uh, Money-wise, these campaigns were seriously budgeting for a May 3rd primary. Everything was homestretch May 3rd. Now May 3rd might not be the primary. But uh, Josh's message resonates with a lot of people. Uh, His message resonates with me. So does J.D. Vance's message. So does Mike Gibbons' message. Jane Timken's message, too. The Matt Dolan message does not resonate with me. Because uh, I just know that Matt Dolan has carved out his path in this race as the Rob Portman clone. And I don't think this time is the time for a Rob Portman clone. I don't want a senator from Ohio who wants to work with a White House that is all about spending, 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 aborting, 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 following, 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 following. And lying, 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 lying. The last part I should have put first, because that's the chief thing that they do. And the lies about Ukraine, the lies about gas prices, the lies about the border, the lies about Afghanistan, those are despicable lies. Those are lies that have weakened America. The worst lies are the lies about things like critical race theory, social-emotional learning, these kinds of things the lies that touch our educational system and the lies that have ingrained in our educational system and it is deeply ingrained i know that a lot of us have been operating under this notion all these years that by and large and i'm generally speaking our teachers and our educators really care about kids right why are you in it oh i really care about kids noble we wanted to believe it. We did believe it. We were lied to. It doesn't take very long. In fact, I watched a very interesting video. My friends um, from the pro-CA coalition, the group opposing the rampant, rampant error at Columbus Academy, put a very interesting video together. And the video was about how few computer clicks it would take you. To go from the Columbus Academy official webpage to a page of an organization that Columbus Academy follows chapter and verse, word for word, National Association of Independent Schools, NAIS, Google it, walk around its minefield of wokeness, and it's all about doing what exactly Josh Mandel talked about at the beginning of the interview, dividing kids demonizing certain races and all that. And this is being foisted on you by the people who have a much larger media voice in town here than I do. Columbus Dispatch, some of the television stations, oh, they just, bear, bear, bear. yeah, equity, 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 diversity, equity, inclusion, blah blah blah, 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 blah. It's all a lie. It's all a lie. Listen to this lie. They present their viewpoints as fact. They are in fact lies. Tim Johnson, editorial, Columbus Dispatch today decrying the fact that the Ohio General Assembly has not yet officially declared racism a public health crisis. Look, racism can be a lot of things. It can never be a public health crisis. It can't be a public health crisis, okay? It can be a mental health crisis. to give her a sicko and you think that somebody's evil just because they're of a certain race. But a public health crisis, could we reserve that for something I can look at under a microscope? Something I can cure with an antibiotic? Okay, racism can be a lot of things. It's never a public health crisis. Stupid. And he decries the fact that the General Assembly contends that systemic racism does not exist and that equity is a false promise. Equity is not a I mean, false promise is a nice way of saying equity is a lie. Equity is a lie. Equality of outcome is a lie. It's a Marxist lie. It's been tried a lot of places. It's never worked. And yet they continue to say, well, we didn't do it right. We'll do it right the next time. We'll do it right in Venezuela. I promise. We'll do it right in Russia. I promise. We'll do it right in whatever country existed behind the Iron Curtain. Name one. East Germany. We'll do it right there. No, it's never done right. You know what's done right? People die. That's what's done right under Marxism. That works everywhere. The killing part works everywhere. Worked under Mao and China. Works under Maduro in Venezuela, works under Castro in Cuba, always. People end up dead, millions of them. Ah, oh, we'll do it right the next time. The problem is, in order to make it right, they have to kill the people who oppose you taking, them taking stuff from you to give it to someone else, which is what? Tim Johnson, who is a black American and is, by all accounts, successful enough to be part of some woke, Southern Poverty Law Center or something. Like, the system's working for him. So he, his very existence, undermines his very assertion that the system is not working. And that blacks and other minorities are systemically discriminated against. All nonsense. All a lie. Don't believe a word of it. Rail against it.